Hello everyone, this is Trevor with Tea Time Reports. Really hope that you're uh, enjoying this Turn Up the News series with this podcast. There's so many other topics and genres of discussion that you could be following as well. Film, music, sports, all kinds of sports, by the way. And then we try and get a little personal as well. I mean, you know, you gotta dive deep. You know, this is a work of art from a, a group of uh, homies that just uh, really want to, you know, kind of make this a thing. So I really appreciate all the support and definitely all the um, the follows on our social media. Uh, we're definitely growing, you know, slowly but surely, and it's noticeable to, to us, and uh, the support is greatly appreciated. We, we're almost at 200 followers on our Twitter. We just passed 100 followers on IG. We're getting good views on TikTok. Our threads isn't doing too bad. Um, and the most important thing is that we're being a part of the community that we talk about. You know, we love sports. Like, if you go on our Twitter, bro, I'm, I'm tweeting all the USFL guys I can. I'm I'm retweeting as much news about fucking the Rowdies, the USFL, fucking NFL, as much as I can. Because it's crucial to, you know, stay up on that. And I try and post news here and there. But, um, you know, that kind of discussion, I feel like, is better <clears throat> on mic rather than me just posting a bunch of clips and stuff. You can check the IG for that kind of stuff. But... This news episode, we have a lot to talk about. We really do. And it, it is going to be a, a weird discussion. Uh, I'm going to save, I guess, the worst um, for last, uh, in, in a sense, because <laughs> I just don't want to dive into it right now, you know. Um, I, I would rather have a build-up for it. But Elon was fined $350,000 for not handing Trump's Twitter information to the DOJ. Uh, <laughs> what? When, when is that okay? First of all, the DOJ is trying to access someone's personal and private information, login information to a social media account, which is theirs. And then they not only go after the company that the account was originated on, for God knows what reason, trying to get their inf- trying to get Trump's info to to log in to post shit on there. I don't know, but Elon was fined for not giving that information over, which <laughs> that's a suppression of our freedoms. I, I, when you actually break it down, like what's coming after that? A company, a CEO of a company, for not giving out private customer information was fined 350,000. Not many companies can do that. There aren't many wealthy there not there's not a lot of wealthy people like Elon Musk in the world. You know, 350k to him is nothing, but to the to the next CEO, you know, who knows? They and that they'll fold. If we are allowing our public officials and publicly elected officials to hand around fines, when when are they experts on on <laughs> first of all coming up with that number? Second of all, like, <laughs> what were the grounds of trying to get the Twitter account? Who else's accounts are they trying to get? That's the question. I don't give a fuck about if it's Trump's Twitter, you know, who knows, who cares? But, like, the question is, why is the DOJ impeding on trying to get more and more privacy exposure out of these social media companies? Big tech is so corrupt and if they're cooperating with a government like this so they don't get fined, and this is the first big story I've seen of a kind of a CEO of one of these you know, social media or tech giants getting fined for not doing what the DOJ asked. So, like, 
can Elon just say, fuck you, I'm out of here? Like, I'm not paying you shit. You're just going to send this money to Ukraine? <laughs> Either way, I just thought that, that was a big headline that... I, when you start hearing things are better for you because it's for your own safety, you might want to look a little closer on what actually that entity or that body is trying to do. The DOJ has no fucking proper authority to fine a business owner for not wanting to disclose information that is predicated to his business. Which, I, I think that's okay. You are a free man to say, no, I'm good. That's He's not breaking any laws. He's like, what law was broken for not handing over Trump's Twitter info? Like, seriously. I, what... what created the $350,000 fine. Where did they get that number from? And how many times have other companies been fined, if any? I just, we need to start asking more questions. We need to start diving deeper into big tech because it's very sinister and corrupt. Um, and it's definitely something to keep an eye on, especially if you're a parent. I mean, you really want to you know, make sure your children are not diving down that rabbit hole of getting into these social media platforms so fucking much, getting so attached, and it, it defines them. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to be on your social. You have to be on Instagram. You gotta check this. You, oh, I wanna see what so-and-so posts. No. Just stop. Just stop. Can we, can we like, live in real life? If that makes sense. Can we actually open our eyes and realize, man... There's more beautiful things in life than a fucking Instagram filter. My relationship doesn't have to be put out in the fucking open for no reason. I don't need to be posting thirst trap photos, man or female. I, you know, like, it, when did this become okay? Like, you were giving everyone, including the government, including these big tech companies, including these CEOs and presidents of these big ass companies, legitimately just a, a peek into your life. I just think that Granted, the governments across the world, governmental entities across the world, big giant corporations and conglomerates across the world have been impeding on people's freedoms and privacy for decades now. But there's also a point where we kind of just handed it over to a, to them ourselves. Like we we kind of just said, yeah, no, we'll you know we'll become reliant. You know, this is it. This is the new thing. Um, it, and they're using it against you. And it's crucial to note, note, notate that because, you know, as a free spirit in this world, there's already so much bullshit you have to deal with as an adult. For real. You know, when you're a kid, most places in the world you're able to live, have joy, you know, blind joy. You know, like you're naive. And it's okay because you're a kid. But when you get older... Man, like, you don't need to be on IG anymore. You don't need to have a Snapchat. Like, you just, like, you don't. Like, that. you don't need to be going to Disney World as a grown man with no children. Like, you don't need to be doing, like, like, it's also, I also attest this to mental health. Like, all of this is connected in some way, shape, or form. Um, and, and I just don't understand when the whole genuine, like, populace, I get it, the trend, the new innovative wave of social media and, and iPhones and shit. But, like, when did the human race just say, fuck it, you know? I'll let powerful people that are looking to, quote-unquote, 
keep me in the box, but also kind of enslave you into a system. Let me just give them insider info, and let me also give AI info on everything that I have going on. Let me post my feelings on a Facebook status. Let me post where I'm going on a vacation so that two guys in my hometown can go into my fucking house and rob it. You know, like, where is the common sense in general anymore? I just, I just don't see it, and I think it's a... It's an endless conversation. That's a bottomless pit that we could dive into. But, I, I mean, those are just behavioral questions that I don't think will ever be answered because we're all, like, the whole populace of this planet is going in that direction whether you like it or not. Like, it's all going down that road of <laughs> modern-day peasants and kings and queens, but we call them elites. You know what I'm saying? Like, if that makes sense. We, we have more tools, more tech, more fun and entertainment. The circus is sports now to keep us all distracted. But what, what happened to genuine, authentic feelings and emotions? Living life to the, to the fullest. Being real. Like... You know, maybe there was always an overlord for everyone, but now the overlord's in our pocket. It's at home. I mean, there's no sense of like, okay, I can get a fucking... I, I can get away from this. Unless you like fly out to some island or some shit. Or go into Georgia and, and go in the mountains and just turn everything off type shit. Like, y y to be able to live, especially if you're in a specific type of tax bracket... I mean, you have to be in your car all the time, driving to work, using your phone, and a lot of this shit is now going to be used against you because for, for your own safety, because now the world's heating up when in the 60s and 70s, they were literally putting black tar on the ice caps because they were saying that they're too big. And if you actually look at scientific data, go look it up yourself, be the judge of it your own eyes. The world has been cooling since 2002. I don't know what else to say. Like, when I was in third grade, I heard nothing, but our ozone layer is fucked. We're all going to die. And now I don't hear anything about that. Now it's cows that fart. Uh, that's going to kill us. And, and it's just insane, the narrative of so many things get switched up to be able to use it for a specific party or entity's agenda against the free spirits of the world to enslave them, keep them paying taxes, keep them going to these shit, purposeless jobs... That have no meaning being a job. Like, n none at all. Like, there's so many jobs out there that I'm like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? Like, like what? Like, have the pumps on, have the pumps open for cards at night, but you don't need some, no offense to my gas station workers out there, but you don't need people just standing around all night. Like, bro, I don't know, man. Like, there's just so much that has gone down, like, uh oh. A route of like just NPC unit esque behavior, and we all have kind of allowed it to happen because oh, we want to be safer, we want more privacy, we want more, you know, want more government power and influence, we need more government assistance, we need more and more and more, just in general, of everything, and we're gonna get it. <laughs> I mean, it's not going to be, it's not going to look too hot in about five years, I presume, but I, I personally, I, I don't know what's going to happen in the 2024 election, but something has to change, 
Um, and it's going to, for the better or for the worse. So I hope we all are buckled up and ready to go in that front. But next topic of discussion, uh, obviously this iconic exchange in Alabama. Uh, we all saw the video. It was literally like a, a white on black like race war. Like uh, that's that was my initial thought of it because like I heard nothing about it. And don't get me wrong, the initial like. The ignition of the conflict was a security guard and some, like, drunk-ass white dude. Both of those guys are idiots. But what followed was worse. Like, surrounding, like, elderly white people were just beaten, thrown in the water off the dock. Um, Literally, it was, like, the first chance... Like, (laughs) sounds fucked up to say, but I'm gonna say it. It was, like, the first chance, like, okay, I see a, a black dude getting, you know into an argument here, into a fight with some white guy. And then the white guy was getting his ass kicked by the security guard, which was the black dude. And then one of the white dude's friends came up and just started beating the black dude's security guard. And then everything else kind of ensued. And, like, every every black person in the area was beating up a white person. Like, and it just, that's all it took. So, politics, media... You're doing your job. You're dividing us horribly. Um, It was sick to see, man. Don't get me wrong. Everyone that initiated this conflict is a piece of shit. Obviously, the security guard should have called for assistance. And those other guys should not have even been on the dock talking to the guy. Just get on your boat and fucking leave. Get the fuck out of there. But it just... It escalated and it was just overall a shit show. And the videos just kind of show the disgust of... uh, I I guess people are still stuck in that mindset and you get to see it perfectly. It's crazy to me that we've come so far as a people in America from where we were and yet the people that want and, and call out victim all the time and still hold anger towards white people for slavery and shit Like, you're becoming what you hate if you act upon those emotions. Like, treating someone differently because of their skin color is something Martin Luther King Jr. would have never done. It's something Malcolm X even talked about. And that's a... Both of those guys are figures I happen to respect. I loved... um, I I really did genuinely love Denzel Washington's movie uh, on Malcolm X. I thought it was really good. But he talked about how the poison in the political landscape is white liberal women. And they are the poison in the political and the societal spectrum of things. Because they cry out for racism more than minorities do. And it's crazy. It really is. And I just really hope that when people look at this video in five years, they just say, like, damn. That's sick. That's not okay. I would imagine everyone that was caught in the video got in trouble. But honestly, after seeing what's going on in Portland, the last Walmart shut down... um, because of the thievery and the theft. Um, but this was definitely a disgusting video to look at. And I really hope, again, when I was talking about um, people looking back at this video in five years, that we actually learn something from this and realize we, are, we all bleed red. And the enemy isn't another skin. It's people that hold positions of power and use them against people that don't have as much. And it it is prevalent now more than ever and in all walks of life, you know, and it's a shame because 
when you're born now you're you're all you all have a equal opportunity to succeed despite what you think or what you say it is the truth it really is you were born a life form you are a human being on the planet earth in 2023 people don't understand and people are honestly so naive and and cloud-minded like they're clouded their judgments clouded that they don't realize that life is a series of decisions gambles choices whatever you want to call it get real with yourself whatever predicament you're in it's because you got yourself there i i mean obviously there's special cases where there's actual victims of bad terrible crimes horrendous events i understand but if you're like if you're down bad get a job if you're obese eat a salad go to the gym drink some water like, if your teeth are rotting out of your fucking skull, brush your teeth and use some mouthwash and floss. Like, people don't put that into account. They'll be like, oh, no, man, I don't know what happened. Like, you know, it's like, chill. Accept accountability for your actions. And that's something in the society that we live in today that we just don't see anymore. And it's a shame. And I'm guilty of that myself. Don't get me fucking wrong. I, I <laughs> Don't get me wrong. But I think I've actually come to the conclusion where I've meditated on it enough, thought on it deeply enough, that I realize what I've done wrong in the past, and I realize that people can change. They can. I used to sit there and tell myself, people don't change, they just adapt. You know? Like, someone that steals is always going to be a thief. No, I don't believe that. I believe that you can change. You have the power in yourself. In your spirit, your body, mind, whatever. But you got to make the right strides in the right direction. And what I saw in the video in Alabama was just people that were just full of anger and hate. They wanted a reason to crash out on all sides. Black, white, women, men in that video. It was disgusting. If you were in that video, you were disgusting. You were despicable. And honestly, for like the people that were just literally walking around the dock area that had nothing to do with the initial engagement... And then just got mollywopped or thrown into the fucking water or beaten up by like five people. And I'm going to say they were all white people getting there, like old white people, like elderly white people, like your grandma, like your grandpa. And like, what if that was a bunch of like elderly black people, bro? What if that was a bunch of elderly Mexicans, bro? Like put yourself in people's shoes. Life is perspective. That's what these elites, these companies, these corporations, these government officials, these politically correct and woke idiots that are on your fucking feeds everywhere don't understand. They don't have perspective. They've never had to work for anything in their life. But yet they still want to create policy and create laws for us, for you. Have they been in your shoes? Fuck no. Fuck no. You can't say that Joe Biden understands the inner city life of someone growing up in Chicago. You're fucking smoking crack, just like his son. No, no. I mean, let's get real with not only each other, but ourselves here. And and if you were a part of that Alabama incident, if you're joking about it, you're sick. Because race relations are already fragile enough, and... Honestly, as a white dude in Florida who 
I went to school in Bradenton. Shout out Bradenton, aka B Town nine four one. I there wasn't a lot of white dudes, you know, that I hung out with. There wasn't. That's just facts, you know. Shout out to Dale, one of the few. But like, I always was able to relate more to people that didn't look like me. And in Florida, we got a melting pot down here. That we do. And as a kid growing up, you never, you never fucking heard about this shit. You went and played in the fucking field. You went and you had, had lunch together. You know, listen to some music together. You, you didn't care. Played some video games. But when you get older, this shit gets fucking forced in your face. And you're like, whoa, what am, what am I supposed to think? How am I supposed to think about that, bro? Because, like, on the other hand, I'm like, yo, if Mama and Papa were at that dock and started getting their ass beat, they both would have died. I would have killed someone. That's just facts. And is it because of someone's skin? No, that's because of self-defense. No one's touching my family. Ever. And you got to put yourself in that perspective, but also to the perspective of, obviously, most of the people that jumped in the fight didn't know what the fuck was going on. They just saw two white dudes beating up some black security guard. That doesn't look good. But you can't always assume. You're shitting on people for assuming, especially claiming and calling out racism with police officers. You can't assume or identify. You know, you can't match the description. Bro, like that's what just happened there. A bunch of a bunch of black people around saw two white dudes beating up a black dude and thought it was race related. When if you actually watch the initial contact, the the white dude that was like arguing with the black security guard at, to, at the beginning literally was drunk, sunburned out of his mind, and the black security guard I think put his hands on him a little bit and it escalated from there, but he's a security guard. You should have called for backup. Should have called for maybe some help from the restaurant that was right up like up the stairs. It was just crazy that this happened, but everyone's sitting there recording or jumping in the fight because that's all that we have right now. That's, that's our mindset, just NPC mindsets out here. And it's fucking driving me insane to tell you the truth. How are you that bot minded to not think about like, oh my God, this looks, this looks bad right now. Y'all like, yo, should we get out of here? And the cops were just like shoving people away. Like, bro, get, get involved. You're a cop. There's people being thrown in the water. Like what if they can't swim? People being held down and fucking beaten, bro. Like, bro, like, legit <laughs> beaten, bro. Watch the video if you have it. It's it's wild. And, and there should be, like, a legitimate, like, apology or something between that white dude and that security guard. Like, get, release a video. Like, maybe take the guy out, buy him a fucking drink, bro. Like, you're all probably in jail right now, getting processed. Just crazy to me, bro. Crazy to me. Um, and then also, (laughs) we touched up on it last episode on Turn Up the News, but the South African, I guess, organization that was calling for genocide, um, is now getting talked about by Elon Musk. Elon Musk, um, he's like, they're calling for South, you know, genocide in South Africa uh, of the white people. And don't get me wrong, the history of what happened um, is disgusting in that country. It's one of the most segregated and probably one of the most racist countries in the world. Um, and it's just crazy. It's crazy that this is coming to what it's come to. Now, if I was a political official or a cop, I'm getting out of there, bro. Like it, it, this, it, it, it doesn't look good. 
Um, it definitely looks like some supremacists or some nationalists. But uh, Julius Malima, head of the Economic Freedom Fighters, celebrates the South African's political party 10th anniversary at a rally in Johannesburg on July 29th. I don't live in South Africa. I do not know the what's on the ground there. I, we actually have a couple of listeners in South Africa. I heard it's a beautiful place. Africa as a whole, it's a beautiful place. But, you know, when a place like this is full of hate, anger, and despair, it's not going to turn out well at all. I'm going to leave... This is according to the Washington Post here. Normally I don't trust it, but... Um, over the weekend, the economic fighters, a uh, far-left South African political party, staged a massive rally in Johannesburg to celebrate its 10th anniversary. The faction's leader, the incendiary Julius Malima, appeared on stage in his trademark red beret and belted out apartheid-era song. In a raccoon call and response with the thousands in attendance to someone unfamiliar with Malima's uh, demagoguery, the words were startling. Shoot to kill, he uh, intoned, kill the boar, a term for white Afrikaners, uh, kill the farmer. In the United States, news of the event set right-wing social media aflame. Benny Johnson, a far-right prov- uh, provocateur with a large following, tweeted a video of Malema singing and suggested that the proceedings were all downstream from the rotten secular religion of wokeness plaguing America today. Seemingly obvious, uh, oblivious to the possibility that the chant could be the product of a country with a vastly different political history than the United States, like clockwork, Twitter's most conspicuous South African appeared in Johnson's replies, which was Elon Musk. They're openly pushing for genocide of white people in South Africa, tweeted Elon Musk. The Pretoria-born CEO of Tesla, Twitter, rebranded as X and a handful of other tech companies before asking why South African President Cyril Ramaphosa has said nothing about the incident. Wow, that's crazy. The president has said nothing. I would at least address it, right? There's little there's little new about a far left rallying feature featuring song featuring such a song, which Mali Malima revived years ago while leader of the youth wing of the African National Congress. South Africa's role ruling party since the fall of the apart of apartheid. It taps into black grievance over a long history of of land theft, discrimination, and repression under white minority rule, as well as Malima's own agenda to ex, uh, expropriate, expropriate white-owned farmland. Close to three-quarters of private farmland in South Africa is white-owned, and some advocates for land reform view redistribution as a fundamental part of dismantling the legacy of apartheid, which was built on the, the legal disposition of the nationals' black majority. Parentheses, the ANC for its part, has said it doesn't want to repeat the economic turmoil that followed expropriation of white land in neighboring Zimbabwe. Huh, so I guess they did this in Zimbabwe, but I don't know, it must have gone really bad. After a firestorm of controversy, the ANC expelled Malima in 2012 for singing Kill Bor unbowed. He and his economic freedom fighter supporters have sung it since and triggered various legal cases as a result. At a hearing last year, Malima said the lyrics were not to be taken literally, but rather reflected opposition to the system of oppression. A Johannesburg High Court ruled last year that the EFF's singing of Kilbor was not hate speech. That's not hate speech. Okay. Okay, but ISIS can have a Twitter account before Elon bought it. That's crazy. But in the wake of this weekend's events, an African Afrikaner minority rights 
group is slated to appeal that verdict in September, arguing that the evidence of Malima's ethnic incitement was in um, in control of. Oh my God, I'm having a brain fart. In control vertible. Gosh, that's a long word. Excuse me, I'm, I sound retarded. Meanwhile, the D- Democratic Alliance, South Africa's main opposition party, said it will be filing charges against Malima and the ANC over the incident at the UN Human Rights Council. So they're taking this to the UN. That's that's going to get fucking dicey, bro. Musk's intervention in all this is curious, if not surprising. Since his takeover of Twitter in 2022, he has made a habit of uh, settling up in conversation with a cast of far-right influencers, including white nationalists and disseminators of cons- Conspiracy theories. When is he ever... What? Okay. Changes to the platform reinstated the accounts of known racist extremists, amplified propaganda from authorities and governments, and led to a documented surge in misinformation. Musk, meanwhile, harbors plans to transform X into an everything app for messaging, payments, videos, and other uses akin to China's WeChat. Okay, so that's... That doesn't have anything to do with what I'm trying to talk about here. But no, that's um, a little context about what's going on in South Africa. Definitely something to keep your eye on, especially, you know, if you're a free spirit, doesn't matter your skin color. If you do not want to be a part of violence or around violence or in danger, stay away from any kind of negative energy along those lines. Um, Violence of that nature is definitely going to lead to a lot of hurt and pain if anything does happen and god forbid it doesn't um but yeah no that that it seems like the the race relations in africa are just far worse um which is probably an understatement to tell you the truth but i really hope that you know if you're in africa listening to this episode um i hope that everything is okay you know i hope as a whole, there's a lot of really rough stories coming out of that continent. And, you know, for all the women and children and, you know, young people over there, genuinely really hope that, uh, you know, you find your path and things turn up, you know, that's all you can really hope for. Because I was just talking about that Alabama story and it kind of just, again, life is about perspective. That's crazy that that's happening over there and we're struggling with fucking idiots on a dock in Alabama. Just stupidity is on the rise across the board, folks. Stay awake, not woke. And uh, really hope that everyone out there enjoyed this episode of Turn Up the News with Tea Time. Uh, make sure you are following us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Threads at Tea Time Reports. All the support is appreciated. And uh, stay tuned for another Turn Up the News episode. We got plenty of this stuff coming out because there's always going to be a story and always something worth talking about. I think that's the key here. But take care, everyone. Peace.